Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and, and Layperson Lisa Show. Continuing on in the Be Healed book, episode 27, not sure what's funny. Because, page 172. Hand motion and I try to do the same. Yeah. Thing. Did it work out? This is barriers to healing, mm-hmm. obstacles yes. to prayer. All right. Yes. So Lisa, in the process of praying, our minds and hearts, as we talked about, you know, began to talk about in the last episode, are the primary battlefield. Yes, because a lot of us have strongholds that have taken root in us. Yeah, so for us to be effective, uh, healing prayer must uproot the specific identity lies. Wow, look at the tie-in from last month, right? <laughs> and other barriers that hold these strongholds in place. Yes, and identity lies can keep us bound up in shame and yeah. even like feelings of unworthiness. and. This is a spiritual mentor point right yes. here. You will hear all about shame and unworthiness yes. quite often yes. because of this whole identity thing. Yes. You know, and it's not as easy as just saying, oh, well, your identity is found in Jesus Christ. You're a beloved son and daughter of the Father. Because I can tell you that you can say that all you want. But until they grow in deeper, more intimate relationship with God yeah. to the point that when they hear that from him, yeah. they know it to be true. Right, and it doesn't mean these things aren't going to come up, it just means that they're no longer going to be a stronghold or have mm-hmm. any control, mm-hmm. it'll be something passing on by, yes, right, because yes. we have memories, so things are going to come up, mm-hmm. but we are not defined by our shame. But it is easy to say that, it is a whole nother thing to, to live it, to live that, and to help people to allow Jesus to heal them of that so you've got to be patient okay yeah and on our retreat we're going to use some inner healing tools that can help us with painful memories and this kind of thing it's going to be really good there's a lot of great stuff that we're going to be bringing from our classes that we've been taking Mm -hmm. and just our overall general research from reading this book and other things Mm -hmm. so elisa let's talk about the seven deadly wounds and their corresponding signs of healing so how about you do the wound and okay. I'll do the healing. Or would you like to do the healing? Oh, wh- whichever. Well, I'm letting you choose. Well, okay. I'll do the wound. Okay, go ahead. The first one is abandonment. Connected and understood would be the corresponding sign of healing. Yeah, so I was listening to something recently, and I thought this was great. Like, so, you know, we have these, so like, so I, like for me, I have like wounds of abandonment. And so... That wound, the devil wants me to focus on and to be that to be a stronghold for me because I'm actually called to be connected and part of community, which I thought was like, oh, that was like so. And you are. Yes, exactly. Right. But before, like you said, you were living out a life of of, of isolation. Yes, exactly. It's almost like self-abandonment. Yes. Well, self-abandonment is a good thing, though. Well, no, no, no. Well, I mean, like self isolation. Yeah. So by by isolating yourself, you can create a feeling of being abandoned because yes. you're never around. People. I see what you're saying. You're causing the wound to just like right get deeper. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> rejection. Okay. So the corresponding sign of healing would be um, accepted and valued. Mm-hmm. Fear. Safe and secure. Shame. You are pure and worthy. Powerless. You are empowered by virtue of your baptism and liberated Free. by the same. Yes. Hopelessness. Hopeful and encouraged. Confusion. Clarity and enlightenment. So now let's 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 go back because um, I think that we can speak to these other six that are on this list. Do you yeah. want to talk about rejection? Sure. So 
sometimes I think, so this wound hasn't been fully healed in me. So sometimes I take things, I just like take them the way wrong way. Like it's really? just, a, and I know, I know you're kind of shocked because mm. I do such a good job of covering it up. But. That was just last week. <laughs> I think like yesterday. <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, so. You have no idea, people. <laughs> no, so sometimes. She's doing good. So today <laughs> so yeah. sometimes there's so sometimes i because of this wound has not been fully healed like i will take very innocent like comments that are meant to be like funny and i'll just take them like as rejection right and on top of that sometimes because of that people won't take things where they're actually being accepted and right valued. exactly They'll so minimize I'll, them or i'll feel like i'm not accepted and i'm not valued right even yeah. when you are being Yes. So you'll you'll yes. you'll hyperbolize the rejection. It's a whole skew. Yes. Yeah, and minimize totally. where you're yes. being accepted. And yeah. Like it's I'm blind. I'm blind to the the um, signs of healing. Like yeah. I just want to focus on the wound. Yes. Yeah, so like you could do like a hundred things that yeah. have been accepted and valued. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. Okay. And then <laughs> one little rejection that wasn't actually a rejection is like. Yeah. I mean, but this is like actually real, right? Because this happens to people. So we're not trying to make light of this because it really does happen. Oh, so I have a good example. Um, So there's, I've talked to people where they will feel rejected by someone because they chose like a a different uh, faith denomination. Mm Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with the person, but the person takes that personally just because they have this raw wound of rejection. Yeah, and there's a lot of there's a lot of subtleties to any one of these wounds that you will see being manifested in that person when you sit down to talk to them for spiritual mentorship. And being able to identify that, mm-hmm. right? And then find probably the the many different ways in their life that are now threaded together that or say rejection, mm-hmm. right? That's being manifested. So fear, what about fear? Fear. So you're pretty much like never, you're scared to do anything just because you don't, because I used to have, I think I used to, I used to have this, this wound, but I don't think, I mean, sure. I have some things that I think it's more. You're three for three so far. <laughs> I know the other ones. Uh, yeah. All. Well, I got another one. You got but, uh, <laughs> no, so I think fear like, so fear would paralyze me. And yeah. so I wouldn't feel secure. I'd be, I'd feel very insecure, and I would never really feel not safe. I don't think it's the right word. I think it's more like uh, content. Okay. And so I wouldn't. I would just stay isolated. Yes, I mean, because if you're, yeah, that, and that's not good, right? right? That feeds back into the other ones. And that's the thing. These are all like interwoven. Yes. And yes. so, you know, you, in your attempt to, to fix one, you create another one. Yes. Okay. Yes. So shame, I mean, I think we've all dealt with shame. Yes. And the idea that, I mean, there's maybe something we did that we're embarrassed by or wish we had done differently. Sure. Well, welcome to the human race. Okay? <laughs> right. But in God's eyes, we are still, um, and I, I did this prayer for someone just recently, I, you know, who was talking about shame. And mm-hmm. I just said, listen, you know, you were created perfectly in God's eyes. He loves you right where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it's important to help people to begin to regain the value um, and the worthiness that they have in God's eyes. Right? Yeah. And I think sometimes even when we bring these things to confession, yeah. we still are holding on to that shame. Yeah, so powerlessness can take on a couple of different um, shapes. 
um, one could be a wound. Um, and there are also times where you might run into people who are in relationships mm-hmm. where they feel powerless for a variety of reasons that aren't good um, that we'll probably talk about in class at some point. So do you think that manifests as control? Um, in this case, no. Okay. No, I think it is someone else that's controlling them. But do you think so, like, they, because they've experienced this wound of powerlessness, they always have to remain in control? I think that what I'm, no, you may be right, but what I'm, what I'm, what I'm saying is, is you might actually talk to people, because I have, that were actually currently in a situation. Okay, currently. Okay, got powerlessness. it. powerlessness. Got it. Okay. 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 And, and, and that's very, very serious stuff when you start talking to someone like that. But you're right. Someone who has been through that might seek to control or they may live their life like any of these wounds around not being exposed to those wounds anymore right 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 yeah hopelessness is never good yeah so yeah i I think i've like been healed of this one pretty um pretty much and Um, then confusion yeah well i was gonna talk about oh go right ahead sorry this is one of my so i used to not really care about anything Mm -hmm. and I didn't really like, oh, I, it, you know, if, if I like, if I died, like, oh, well, you know, and so, but now I don't have that because, um, you know, I think it was probably despair and that kind of, um, you know, pit. Yeah. And if, if someone were to actually come up to you and, and say something like that, then they may need you know, help that is beyond spiritual direction. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, but it was at a time where I didn't really have a good relationship with God too. And so that could also be a sign of that. Right. Right. So I think there's, this is a good, uh, since you brought this up, you know, some things there's like a line, right? There's a line yeah. that you don't cross Yeah, yeah. where you sense something um, of, of a serious nature, like what you just said, that you, you might advise them to go to a different type of counsel. To help yeah. Them. And like for me, I wasn't going to do anything for, to myself, but you don't I, I, know. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just talking, not you necessarily, yeah. but just yeah. this kind of stuff. Look, this is the kind of stuff. That yeah, there's up. fine lines, right? It's like, okay, yeah. do I need to tell somebody about this situation to get this person help or, yeah. Exactly. yeah it's not fun and games. It's no. real. This stuff is all real life. No. And when no. people come to you, I mean, that that's why we will get on you in class about, don't try to solve all the problems. Yeah. You're, you're there as, 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 a, as a guide along with the Holy Spirit to walk along with this person, right? To listen to God and to listen to them. And, you know, so I think it's important that, that we, we, we begin to practice that in the classes, um, the seriousness by which all of this is. Because I'm going to tell you right now, 95% of the stuff that you run into doesn't have a solution. Right. At least not the kind of solution that one would want to have. Right, right. Right? It's right. more leaning and trusting in God to find joy and peace in the midst of chaos mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. And, and that leads to the last one which is confusion mm-hmm. but we have really gone over our we have we have busted all of our time credits on this one yes yes um i'm deacon dave like see you next time Bye. it was good though yeah I liked it. just let everybody know that <laughs> we thought it was good